0: Okay, everybody, welcome to Trailer Trashing with your host, Cody Sizzle Poirot, and my lovely co host here, Megan Conjardson.
1: Hello. Possible earthquake near the Statue of Liberty.
0: Looks like you should have left town a little bit earlier. (laughs) Uh, first thing we're going to talk about is Cloverfield Paradox Now this came out of nowhere I was keeping up with uh, the Cloverfield franchise Because they said they were going to make a third and consecutively fourth movie Which apparently is going to come out in the fall time
1: Wait, they're making another movie after this one? Yeah Really? What is this then? Oh, this is like the precursor thing
0: This is like, the th- well, it's the third movie in the franchise But, um, but not really But not really because it kind of takes place before the second movie Okay Anyways, um, this is the movie that came out immediately after its trailer release, which it came out. The trailer released on uh, Sunday with the Super Bowl, and it's not really much of a trailer, which is what we're going to get to in a bit. But it came out, and then I remember I went to Netflix right after the Super Bowl, and it was just on there right away.
1: Did you watch it last night?
0: I watched it that night. Really? On Sunday.
1: Guys, I was still watching the first Cloverfield. (laughs) Super behind.
0: And so what did you think?
1: Um, I actually kept expecting it to not be a handheld. I was waiting for it to stop being handheld the entire movie. You're talking about
0: the movie or the, the movie. trailer?
1: Oh, I'm talking about the movie. Oh, okay. but it has a lot of the old movie shots are in this trailer. Yeah. Right? Because it looks familiar.
0: Yeah. Um. What would you think of the trailer?
1: I just, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I think it looks cool. I want to know why there's a walking hand. A. That freaks me out. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> well from my perspective i saw the movie right afterwards and i thought in when i saw the trailer I first thought okay well that doesn't look that great but then i saw the, the movie and i didn't like the movie very much it's getting pretty bad reviews you don't
1: like the movie
0: well the Cloverfield paradox movie
1: oh because the trailer doesn't really show anything it yeah. doesn't make me excited about the movie to be right,
0: honest right right I didn't really like it at first, but then I saw the movie and I realized that the movie isn't that good. So upon watching the trailer again afterwards, I thought, oh, wow, they actually made it look better <laughs> than what the final product is. And I think that's what J.J. Abrams was trying to do there. I think he said, you know, they they made this movie and he watched it and thought, oh, shit, I made a movie that isn't that good. Well, he didn't make it, but he was a part of it. He's producing. Okay. And he said, oh, wow. So we should just kind of, you know, do this kind of, Gorilla fashion uh, trailer and release on Netflix right away and get it out there as much as we can.
1: And slip it onto the radar. Because really, though, how long is this trailer? 40 it, seconds?
0: Oh, I would say even less than that. I would say like 30 seconds.
1: And half of that footage is just cleaned up footage exactly. from the first movie that was made in 2006. Right. So that's kind of wild. You do so, not have anything new to say?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't really like it. Uh, I didn't really like the movie. The trailer's all right.
1: Yeah, I'm going to watch it and we're going to update you guys next time because I'm <laughs> um, super behind because it's kind of a scary movie and I'm not big into it. Scary right. movies. Not my thing. Sizzle. You knew that. This is going to be a whole new th- realm for me watching well, scary movies.
0: variety is the spice of life.
1: That is true. I need to expand my horizons here. accepted I wonder did you ever choose not to the end you always feared is coming. Okay guys second video we are doing mission mission impossible fallout which again haven't seen a Mission Impossible movie. I know. I'm totally bailing on this one. But I do remember playing the Mission Impossible theme song in, like, grade 8 on the trumpet. And I think it gives me nightmares still. I hated band class. Okay. That's just a super side note, guys. uh,
0: Good background to that. (laughs) What did you think of the trailer, at least, as a trailer?
1: My initial thought is I think they killed it (sighs) on the sound. Like, there's some parts where they just cut it so perfectly um when she's walking at their heels in the hallway
0: this is the cia's mission if he had held on to the plutonium we wouldn't be having this conversation
1: this killer then when they cut to like the um the club scene it's just such good sound ups to me the sound added to it
0: I would say you're right. Um, The director who directed this one and the previous one... um, I forget what his name is. His name's McQuarrie something? Anyways, he's only made a few movies. um, But his style of action is really... You hear everything and you almost feel everything. Like when you hear someone get punched in the stomach you feel that punch or someone shoots a gun you know in most action movies when someone shoots a gun it's almost background noise yeah but in his movies they're very uh visceral feeling action
1: okay so i I really like that i do too is it more like music wise or is it just kind of like the actual like
0: no the actual like sound effects yeah i
1: like that i'm super into that
0: um this is also the first mission impossible that has had the same director twice Really? Something. I'm obviously going to have to school you on this here, but Mission Impossible, every single one of them, I think this is the sixth one, every single one of them has been done by a very famous director. The first one was made by Brian De Palma, and then there was J.J. Um, Abrams did the third one, I think. Mm. Um, I think it was Ang Lee who did the second one.
1: And there's six of these already. Yeah, there's
0: six of them. Yeah, I think this is the sixth one.
1: We're gonna have to sit down and watch them in consecutive order.
0: Um, also, you didn't know this, but this is also the second movie in the history of Mission Impossible where uh, the romantic uh, love story or mm-hmm. the romantic lead, the woman, has come back. Really? Every time it's been like James Bond, you know, he, yeah. he just moves on to the next one, moves on Which to I the next hate, one. By the way, and. This girl, who's actually a secret agent herself, I think, I, I believe, if I recall properly. The woman
1: that, who's in the ferns with him? Yeah. Yeah, I like that scene. It looks really sharp, actually, with the green.
0: Um, She is, re- is a reoccurring character. So Ooh, okay. what I'm trying to think of, maybe, and with the opener, how there's that guy talking. Yeah. Who's the bad guy from the last one, who they captured. Oh, okay. He's saying, how many times... Or no, that was Henry Cavill's character, who said, how many more times... Is this guy gonna get screwed over by his country before yeah. he decides to leave? And what I'm thinking is, they're bringing all these characters together, they're bringing the romantic lead again. I think they're trying to wind down because, you know, he's not gonna be able to make these movies forever. No, he can't. I say he makes maybe one more, maybe two at the absolute most.
1: So this is like the final corrupt, like, thing. Like, they're heading, he's had his. Right, point. they're heading
0: to a point, obviously, and they're, I think they're trying to wind it down a bit. I mean, I think Tom Cruise is in his late 50s. He's
1: getting old.
0: So, I mean, how long? I mean, uh, Liam Neeson just called it quits and he's 65 or something that like that. That was a hard
1: day for me, in <laughs> case you're wondering. Big Liam Neeson fan. Not sure if you knew that. Um, My favorite scene in this whole movie is that opening, not opening, I think it happens <sighs> 10 seconds in with the motorcycle. Stellar. It's just so good.
0: Lots of motorcycle. Oh my that God, trailer. but look at
1: it. There's like, you've got the forward motion of the motorcycle and the backwards motion of the pillars, and it just messes with your mind. <laughs> You watch it over and over again.
0: Sure. I and think I you're have. delving into it a little more than I am, but, um, you know, visual themes I, I I'm lacking in sometimes. So maybe you're right.
1: It's beautiful. It's very well shot scenes for sure. Yeah. I think
0: the last thing, a little cliche. What do you mean with like the dripping wire,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the so blood the,
0: dripping wire?
1: Well, kind of that maybe cause I'm not nostalgic about, um, mission impossible, but I know that that, that, um, is this your mission? Oh, if you, yeah, yeah. I know that's like pretty old school Mission Impossible, right? Yeah. But is it is it cliche at this point?
0: I don't think so because no? aside from the first, I think two or three movies when they mentioned it, I don't think it's ever been used in that.
1: But we know it. So so I I know it, and I've never watched a single Mission Impossible movie.
0: Well, there you go. That speaks to the cliche. Uh... <laughs> okay, well maybe a little bit. <laughs> Uh, The last thing I wanted to mention was Henry Cavill's mustache in this movie. (laughs) That is the reason why Superman looks so stupid, and everyone's been talking about it all over the internet. Um, his stupid CGI face in, in Justice League Yeah, is because I'm pretty sure the contract for this movie, he had to have his mustache. So he wasn't allowed to shave it off for the few scenes that he was filming. No way. And this is the mustache that ma- like made all those scenes in Justice League look so stupid.
1: <laughs> Seriously?
0: And if you haven't seen it, I would definitely go online and look because some of them are absolutely ridiculous.
1: Justice Lee is out right now, right? Yeah,
0: it's been out since, like, late November.
1: Is that because they had to reshoot those scenes because of the change of director? No. that's just say, in, in all the scenes he's in, is like that.
0: All almost all of them. He has a CGI, I don't even know what it is, like a green screen over his mustache. No So his whole way. face and lips are just looking so weird. The entire time I was searching the screen, like kept looking over and what's going on with this right now why does it look so weird and immediately afterwards i looked it up and oh my god that's why
1: justice league has some weird things happening in that movie just as a super side note weird that's weird that's well, a that. poorly
0: put together film put together say,
1: like mash pit of film <laughs> anyways
0: but i'm looking forward to it you know mission impossible is one of those uh franchises which I don't really keep up with, but every time they come around, I go and see them, and every time I'm expecting almost nothing, <laughs> and come out of the theater going, wow, that was actually a really good action movie.
1: Okay, I'm so, into that. So I felt about Jumanji.
0: So there's uh, there's your Mission Impossible Fallout.
1: Next, guys?
0: <laughs> Wait. Just oh, yeah. watch it. Right. <laughs> okay. So.
1: Come on, Peter. This is soon. It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here For the today. third trailer, we're going to be
0: looking at Hereditary. A it came out, uh, I think, five, six days before the Super Bowl. So we're a little late on this one. It came out last week on Tuesday. So a week from today. Um, what do you think? First thoughts? Um,
1: I, I was, I don't know. I was like kind of speechless on this one. I thought it was a little bit maybe on the second time watching it i think it might be too long they show a lot in this trailer uh
0: the thing is it's all fast right
1: that's true that is true i'm big into this slow pan into the dollhouse
0: right and then that the underground the underground big into those that's that's super cool
1: and i like what i liked about this the most though was that she's at her mom's funeral and she's talking about her mom is this kind of like recluse kind of like Weirdo? My mother was a very secretive and private woman. But then the images that they show of her, she's her mom. Like you get that right away, right? Yeah. So you kind of get that it's this, I don't know, family dealing with, I don't know. Mom died, now they're all kind of messed up. That's what I got from that.
0: Well, obviously from the name, it has a lot to do with family and there was... You know, a few quotes along the line that, you know, the demons that a family can hide and blah, 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 blah. It's not yeah. obviously going to play on themes like that.
1: Which is kind of interesting. I think it might um, make you think. It made me
0: think. Yeah, it's getting lots of hype.
1: It is, hey? It's all long. It
0: came out of Sundance. So mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, it was released in Sundance. And it got bought by 824 Productions, which is my favorite production company. I know it is. In the world. And not, not a lot of people look into stuff like that, but... A 24 have released some of the coolest movies of the past three years. They're only three or four years old, um, and I know that they don't buy just normal horror movies. They don't buy normal movies. It has to be something special or something different about it.
1: But the guy who did this is basically
0: a nobody. A nobody. Yeah. He's done nothing. Yeah, this
1: is his first major film. Like even when I went to go right. Google him, there's no nothing really to his name at all.
0: Yeah, how he got um,
1: Tony Collette.
0: Uh, Ari Aster? Yeah. Ari Aster is his name? Yeah. And I think he's French, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, which I know is kind of a stupid tidbit, but I also think that that's good because when you watch uh, horror films from different parts mm. of the world, like European, they have yeah. definitely a different feel to them. They're not as stupid. They're not as, you know, not as many jump scares. <laughs> like American, let's more, be on, let's be honest, American yeah, horror movies are cheap stupid. Cheap thrillers. You know.
1: This is more like psychological thriller. Is what yeah. I'm thinking and those are the best types of thrillers yeah it messes with you on an uh, emotional level
0: I'm definitely looking forward to it but I think that I'm trying to you know I'm trying to abate my excitement a little bit because of all the hype it's getting out of Sundance Because yeah. the whole point of Sundance is to give independent filmmakers a platform to show their movies right. right and a lot of people who go there like all these writers that you see who get these quotes on the front of the trailer are really small-time, I mean, they're well-known, but they're small-time film reviewers, and they kind of blow everything out of proportion a little bit, because they're also trying to get, right. you know, they're also trying to get seen, they're trying to get their names out there, because they got their names on the front of that trailer, people see that stuff, Right. the A.V. Club, and Time Out New York, you know, those are smaller publications that are trying to get well-known. Um, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but either way, it's going to be out in a few months, I think they said March. Or, yeah, it's or, or quick. May, or something like that. Oscar
1: buzz. I read something.
0: No, BBC. I don't know. I think it's too early because, in my opinion, my uh, you know, historically, the ones who do best at Oscars are the ones that are released later in the year because they're fresher in the uh, academy. People forget, months. right? People do forget.
1: Like I forgot about Beauty and the Beast. I
0: Just think, everyone, I think everyone forgot about Beauty I and the Beast.
1: Literally, thought it was three years ago.
0: It's true. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, It's way too early for that, in my opinion. But uh, who knows? We'll see. But the next one.
1: The, the next, main attraction. <laughs> the main
0: attraction. Are we even going to watch it?
1: Uh, Do you want to watch it? We're going to watch it. Okay. I watched it like 10 times. <laughs> so you want to make a difference? Yeah. yeah. Trust me, you're going to love it.
0: And which branch are you interested in joining? I'm gonna be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. Okay, so we've reached the main event, the conclusion of the first ever episode of (laughs) of Trailer Trashing, and that is Solo, A Star Wars Story. A um, Star Wars
1: story. What
0: we got on Sunday for the Super Bowl wasn't actually the trailer. It was a teaser trailer, I guess you would call it, or a snippet of what you were going to see the next day on Good Morning America, where they played the first full-length trailer, and fans have been waiting a long time for this one. They said it was going to come and play before uh, The Last Jedi in December, and it never came. Oh, yeah. Then they said it was going to come out in early January and never came. And then as January's dragged on, they said, okay, well, it has to come out for <laughs> Super Bowl, or we're not going to get it at all, because this movie is coming out at the very end of May.
1: In like three months.
0: Four, I think that's four months away.
1: Which is odd for a Star Wars. Because really usually they're weird. teasing us like a year ahead. Oh, yeah. Like, even a little bit. Nothing. But there were some issues. There
0: were some issues, which we will get to <laughs> in a second. There was quite a few issues. Um, but, in my opinion, I think the snippet or the, te- the trailer teaser, the teaser trailer, was better than the actual full-length movie trailer. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. It was... It, it wasn't even a snippet to me. It was quite long, A. Yeah. And it told you a lot. It's not like... Um, when the last Star Wars movie came out, it literally gave you just a little tingling. It was just like, just you barely could even see scenes. This was like, you're kind of like, okay, hey, I kind of get the storyline, maybe. Yeah. It was a lot. They gave us a lot.
0: I think it's, a, it's something to chew on for sure. Um, I mean, any more than that, uh, you know, they're giving... Uh, see, this is my theory, which you're going to hear a lot about during these podcasts, is my theory on a good trailer <laughs> is... To give you beautiful sense of what the film is visually, yeah. without giving away the story at all. I mean, I hate people who go, "Oh, I don't know what that movie's about." Well, That's then the go point. Then go home, go on Wikipedia and Google it up, and then get the synopsis or whatever you want. Or
1: go watch the movie.
0: Yeah, I, but they are trying to sell the movie, though, with the trailer, right?
1: Right, but the worst thing... Like, a lot of comedies do this. You go and watch the trailer, and you're laughing so hard at the trailer. And then you go watch the movies, and those are the best jokes. Right. And you're like, what more? You have to be able to give me more.
0: I don't I, I don't really blame the makers of the trailer for that, though. I, if anything, I applaud them. Because there's a guy sitting there, and he's seen the whole movie. And he's going, wow, I have to sell this super crappy movie to these people. So what are you going to do?
1: <laughs> How am I going to do it?
0: You know, a movie is... Is the trailer is almost you know I would say seventy percent of the time the trailer is better than the actual movie, but it's extremely rare to see a trail or a movie that's actually better than the trailer.
1: Arrival. Arrival is that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I never watched Arrival because the trailer was shit and I didn't get it. Huh. And I never watched it for years, and I just watched Arrival now. It's one of my favorite movies.
0: Uh who told you? Who told you about arrival actually? Sizzle told me. Oh, okay. He
1: told me to watch it guys.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. Uh anyways, yeah, I thought the, the, the teaser trailer was better than the actual trailer. But aside from that, both look beautiful.
1: They do it's I mean, it's what we expect though, right? Yeah. Now. Like then like the last the cinematography of the last few Star Wars movies have been stellar. Like yeah. awesome. I, colors, everything. Yeah.
0: Like, I, I mean, I had my issues with The Last Jedi, a lot of the issues. Still we've not We talked about this a lot. But, honestly, you cannot deny how beautiful it looks. I mean, that planet where it's salt surface and then you, you cut into it and it's this bright, beautiful red. red. I mean, I that's died. just, uh, that's There's... great. That one shot of... Uh, the starfighter coming through the like that cyclone cloud, oh. I was just like, wow, what is going That's on? That's a here? whole
1: body experience, really though. And
0: the, that train that like is a three hundred and sixty train, almost a ride. I think it looks super cool. Another one who's really impressing me is Donald Glover. I think he's gonna yeah. be perfect as the character. I agree. And I saw like him as speak Lando? one word mm-hmm. in an, an extended trailer or something like that, and I was like, wow. That's it. That's it. He got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
1: seriously, he got it. I know. There's no doubt about it. But there's some doubts on the other
0: Yes, there is some doubts. So when this film started, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, uh, they're a directing team. They've done a few movies together and they've, you know, received a lot of accolades for the movies that they've done. Um, They got um, fired. They got fired about, I would say, halfway through production to uh, be replaced by Ron Howard, who is obviously a big heavy hitter. He knows what he's doing. But the thing is, it kind of made me mad was uh, they were taking them off the project, I'm assuming, because of creative differences. So that means that they were trying to make a very, you know, their own movie. And they don't want that at uh, Lucasfilms. They want a Star Wars movie.
1: They want a brand. They want a brand, yeah. They are branding geniuses at Disney. That is what they want.
0: Um, uh, I forget his name, but he's the guy who did Rogue One, Garrett something. He had directed uh, Godzilla previously, and he had his own style of making films. And I thought they were going to clash heads, but he ended up staying with them the whole time. And they released Rogue One, and it got well-received. But a lot of the clips in that trailer got removed from the final thing and he was saying that he was making he would you know he would have get paid to do a nine-to-five shoot and then for two hours afterwards he would um shoot some stuff some stuff they thought looked cool or stuff that he wanted to be in the movie and a lot of that stuff went into the trailer because it was super cool but lucasfilm didn't put it into the actual finished product because they said this is not what star wars is
1: you're right now that you've mentioned that, it's totally true.
0: There's a very iconic scene in the Rogue One trailer. Yeah, that's like my favorite one. she walks in and the whole thing lights up and she's wearing the suit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That is not in the actual movie. Oh. That was filmed as a gag for fun. Wow. By him.
1: I mean, it make, it, it doesn't make sense, but it does make sense. But I mean, if you want consistency, you need to pick people, either have the same person or you. Ha- it's hard right. to get consistent, right? The but- same
0: thing happens a lot in Marvel but
1: um, you're they, not going to get good directors if you keep limiting them.
0: I think you will. Because I think there are enough directors Money. out there who are going to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm just, I'm just making a movie. Wars. I'm just making a movie. I'm not, you know, I don't need to. They're just going to get their paycheck. They're going to collect it. And after that, I guess so. they get carte blanche to make whatever move they want because they made a Marvel movie or they made That's a Star true. Wars movie. You know, they As long as it's Marvel out. successful. All these ones who you hear getting into fights with uh, the production companies and whatnot, they don't really make movies after that. The guy who made the Fantastic Four last movie yeah. and got trashed, he hasn't made a movie since then. Really? So, no one work with them. So, you know, no one wants to work with that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, why... You are hiring a director. You need to know what their style is before exactly. you hire them.
0: I mean, they're hiring them to name because oh, they made all these other cool movies. Yeah, but their name, We don't want you to make that cool movie. I know that's stupid. It
1: is stupid because if you make movies, you make movies. And why? If I'm getting hired to make a movie, I want my. I don't know. I'm opinionated. But you know, what my main concern about this movie is that Han Solo, the personalities aren't there. That this this For trailer Han Solo is yeah, it's so serious. It's so like. Do, 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 like classic Star Wars, but if you watch any of those movies, Han Solo is the funny one in the show. He's got all the good lines. If In every Star Wars you go watch, he's got all the good lines. It's like they saved them for him.
0: I Here's my thought on it. The first trailer has to be serious no matter what movie it is. It's going to be the serious. The first one is always the serious trailer. Okay. And if there's comedy in the movie, the second trailer that comes out, which should probably be pretty soon, is gonna be more goofy and it's more show the side of Han Solo is. but right. this uh, guy Alden Ein- Einrenrick, yeah, <laughs> who's the guy who plays it? His mouth, his name is a mouthful, but um, apparently Lucasfilm came to him and said something. I'm not sure of it. You know more about this than me.
1: I just I found online today that. They weren't happy with him and they made him. They brought in an acting coach, which I guess isn't odd, but they brought him in at the end of the movie.
0: Right. Which is weird. Well, after those two directors got fired, an editor got fired too because apparently the dailies that they were getting from filming every day and sending to. Apparently he wasn't even editing that because the directors were telling him to edit a different way. He got fired too. Wow. And then they brought in an acting coach for him to. And, I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing coming across the internet is, oh, he doesn't look like Harrison Ford. He doesn't sound like Harrison Ford. And for me, it's, like, who gives a shit?
1: He kind of does look like Harrison Ford, though. Google early Harrison Ford (laughs) as Han Solo. It's not bad. Like, I'm going to Google it right now, guys.
0: I just think that, um, you know, who cares? I mean, we're not going to... But yeah, we could scour the earth right now and find a guy who looks exactly like Harrison Ford did when he was younger. Do you want that guy acting in your movie? No. You know, aside from, uh, you know, a very, very competent actor who um Alden einhorn is. I've seen him in a yeah. few other movies, and he's a really good actor.
1: And apparently he just killed his audition. They, like, auditioned, like, hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of
0: people yeah. to look, of people. find
1: him. So, but if you look, there, I see similarities. Look at those pictures. Like, it's the nose, same nose, same jawline. Like, it's a stretch, but you're never going to find another Harrison Ford. Right. But it's his personality. If he has the same personality, like, then people will... for It's more forgivable. Like, look, that's not bad.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. A lot of people were making the case because apparently there's this movie called Age of Adeline. Okay. Which I'm not familiar with. But um, there's a guy who's supposed to play, I guess, Harrison Ford's in it. And the other half of the movie is uh, Harrison Ford as a young... There's an actor who plays him as young Harrison Ford. Oh, okay. Anyways, the guy apparently is, you know, just lights out as young Harrison Ford and people went crazy over it. And they said, oh, if they're ever going to make this Han Solo movie, they have to have this guy.
1: Young Adelaide?
0: Young what? Adeline?
1: Adeline. Weird. So then people, even the personality was the same then?
0: Yeah, apparently he nailed him. Like he was a dead ringer for Harrison Ford.
1: How come they didn't pick him?
0: I don't know. Maybe but he, was, he was one of the front runners for it anyways.
1: I see it. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Maybe he's not a big Star Wars guy. I don't know. It's a very specific role that you're stepping into yeah. as Han Solo.
0: I know. I Another mean, thing I noticed was that this movie, timeline-wise, is going to take place sometime after the, um, tril- the prequels and before A New Hope. And probably before um, Rogue One, right? I noticed that the colors seem kind of the same as Rogue One, and it's gonna have that same sort of gritty. Oh, it's going kind of muted, hey? Yeah, like yeah. it's gonna be very dark because it's a dark time in the universe right now, the galaxy, because evil reigns, right?
1: Right. So no, you're right.
0: And there's not gonna be. I mean, I'm hundred percent gonna say it right now, there's not gonna be any uh, lightsabers. With Rogue One, I was hoping to see a lightsaber, and there is, you know, brief. A scene with Vader at the very end. Right, there but, is. But for that movie, I was hoping that one of these ragtag group of um, rebel rebels would be having a lightsaber. And yeah. we, ne- we never saw it.
1: Like with the beginning one, of the lightsaber.
0: Right. This one, I, I know for a fact there's going to be no lightsabers. And I'm fine with it. Because I like the action that I've been seeing in it.
1: You don't need lightsabers, though. I find those lightsaber duels are awesome and epic, but I don't like when they—I don't want them to rely on them.
0: Can I be honest? What? (laughs) The Last Jedi. I hated it so much. The only reason I really wanted to stay and keep watching it was because I wanted to see the lightsaber scene.
1: That epic one at the end, there. Kind of midway through, quarterway through. Yeah,
0: what's two thirds -thirds. through? Anyways, (laughs) the thing about it is it's so short. I bet you. It was short. I can't wait till it's released. So I can watch it and make fun of it all again. But the one thing I'm gonna time, I'm actually gonna time the lightsaber scene because I bet you it's less than forty five seconds.
1: Maybe we should watch all of them. In a time movie now. that's
0: over two hours long, the best the best scene in the movie but is forty five seconds long. They're
1: not technically lightsaber people yet. They're not that's not their main focus. They don't even know how to use them. <sighs> he doesn't even want a to use our lightsaber.
0: That's a whole nother episode when the trailer for episode nine comes out the phantom movie yeah. comes out we'll we'll talk about this we're night. gonna
1: fight maybe even before probably i think you know, my favorite part about this this trailer is the opening it's beautiful it's got that little sound ups. it's got <laughs> quick action and i love it i just keep okay, watching it well, you're the one who's we're handling the
0: sound for this very podcast
1: boom that so gets me ready Okay. It's so good. It's not really Star Wars-y.
0: I get it. I totally get it. But uh, that's your thing, the sound, I guess. I know. I, I like c- soundtracks, but sound...
1: Never used to be a sound person. You know that? Now I am. It's a new. It's a whole new me.
0: The last thing that I wanted to mention about it was this is going to be... We have, a, we have the original trilogy. Then we have the prequel trilogy. So that's six movies. Then we have Rogue One. And then we have... Uh, the two new from the new trilogy, right? So that is nine movies. It's
1: getting aggressive. Nine
0: movies. This is going to be the tenth Star Wars uh, movie.
1: But you know what's sick? How many have we had in the last three years? A lot. Three.
0: Three. So be four.
1: four. How long do I have to wait before the other ones? My mom was like, "You get to wait one year before you figure out the next one." I had to fi- wait ten years to see if Han Solo died. <laughs> Yeah, but. Just saying.
0: It's not really, they weren't, a, they all conclude their stories.
1: That's valid. Except for when we thought Han died.
0: Anyways, this is what, what was I saying? I don't know, to interrupted <laughs> <Ten. There's laughs> you. There's 10. There's no, no, this is nine. No, no, you're right, this is 10. This it's is ten. 10. Okay, so this is the 10th Star Wars movie. And the next year, it's going to be the 11th Star Wars movie. And then they're thinking about making another one. They're going to make um, a standalone um, Obi Wan movie. Yeah.
1: I like that, I think I think that
0: is the best idea for the solo stories that they've had yet, because there's so much to go with that.
1: Yeah.
0: But my point is, um, when is, uh, you know, Star Wars too much Star Wars?
1: Honestly, though, I don't want that to ever happen, but when is it going to happen? It will happen. It will, because they're diluting the storyline. Everyone, nobody's, it's not as nostalgic now. We're pumping them out. Right. It's like Marvel. Like...
0: It is Marvel. Yeah, it's but. The same people.
1: But they're. I don't want them to ruin it. I wasn't. I haven't even watched. It's probably. You know, I mix up DC and Marvel. I haven't even watched a new Thor. That is Marvel. Yeah, I haven't watched it, and I love Thor.
0: There's actually lots of people who has not seen it, actually.
1: Apparently, it's really funny, though. So I kind of. It is very. See
0: it. Um, there's lots of jokes. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Star Wars. I mean, when um, The Force Awakens came out, I remember, you know going to see it like I was a little kid and the feeling when that big scroll comes down you know and you see everything yeah it's a religious experience it is
1: you should get giddy and excited
0: and I feel like if they're making one every single year I think in five six years not only the storyline is going to be a lot shittier but I think that eventually the visuals are going to start dropping and there's not going to be that need for every Star Wars to look as beautiful as it's going to be. And no. they're just going to throw some CGI on the screen. They're going to throw whatever yeah. actors is available that year. And they're going to put out a really subpar finished project. And that's my biggest worry. So like, I would really be happy, and I know they're not going to do this because it's too much of a cash cow, but I would really love if after they made that last um, Obi-Wan story, they wait another ten years. I
1: know, which is perfect.
0: And they won't. They will never do that. Though.
1: Because, but they should. Because you watch those original movies and they stand the test of time. You would never know, it right that it was made so long ago. The graphics and stuff like that is better than some movies today. Still, low I think... budget movies. But these days, you're like you watch one, two, three doesn't stand up. Are these gonna stand up? We don't know.
0: Well, even movies like... I remember when the Avengers movies came out. I saw it in theaters. I thought, wow, that was a really great movie. It looked good. And I remember buying the Blu-ray. And I never watched it again for about four or five years. Yeah. And about four or five years afterwards, I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this sucks. This isn't even, doesn't look that great. It isn't that great. It's not written that great. Like, why was I so in love with it? Because it was just the best movie of that time.
1: And it was flashy. People get distracted by flashiness and they realize that there's no story to the flashiness. There's no dialogue to the flashiness.
0: I think that is going to be the biggest question mark because there was um, a Lucasfilm or Disney or whatever you want to call it, you know, it's all the same thing, who came out, a producer who came out and said, we have no plans in stopping making Star Wars movies as Uh of yet. And they're already, that's true, they're already going to give um, the director of The Last Jedi, they're going to give him his own trilogy. With the character from that movie.
1: Really? And yeah. we were talking about today they released that they're giving the Game of Thrones directors a TV show to produce.
0: And what's the TV show going to be about? Star Wars.
1: I'm going to find it right now. See, I had it open. It's a Star Wars-like TV that's show. so dumb. Um, which, I mean, when... I don't know. Amazon bought the rights to Lord of the Rings... It's the same thing. They're fighting Lord of the Rings at this point.
0: So if it's Game of Thrones, is that going to be HBO then?
1: So Variety, I'm on Variety.com. Game of Thrones creators David Benoff and D.B. West are going to write and produce a new series of Star Wars films Disney announced on Tuesday. It's going to be separate from the main episodic Skywalker saga. Um, Let's see here. That's all we know. They have a list of complex characters, Death of Stoil, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of going to be a lot on Bullshit. them. but They probably
0: haven't written a single thing for it and they're already just saying, oh yeah, there's going to be complex characters. Here's my thought process on why it's going to be thinned down so much and why I want I Are they going to be able to do it
1: properly though? Because no. they basically went chapter to chapter from Game of Thrones. They didn't do a lot of writing involved in
0: that. Yeah.
1: That's a complex book that they're given to make a wonderful TV show out of. Are they going to be able to do the same product? Maybe.
0: It is the most expensive TV show of all time, uh, Game of Thrones.
1: I know. It's so good, too, though. So I've been they, to the set of it. Did I tell you that?
0: If they give them the... Oh, you went in Scotland? Or mm, Ireland? Ireland, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If they get the money, sure, they can make anything, but who yeah, knows? Yeah, that's
1: what Amazon said, too.
0: Um, I just, for me, it's like... Star Wars for me is lightsabers. And I know you're saying, oh, you don't need lightsabers. And yeah, that's true. Rogue One was actually really good. I actually liked Rogue One better than The Last Jedi. Yeah, but it
1: still wasn't
0: Star Wars. I think it was Star Wars. But the whole problem with me is is they think that they're going to be able to make all these stories without any Jedi, without any whatever, and I really don't think so. I think a massive group of people only go to see these movies for lightsabers because they look so beautiful when they They light up, and it's a battle, right? Like You can see a gunfight in any movie out there. There's there's a billion gunfights in any movie. We're going to see a billion fights this year in the theaters, and they're all going to be the same boring gun, gun, gun. You know, we're not going to be able to see lightsabers unless we see a Star Wars no. movie. So I think and if a, they want to keep going, they have to have new Jedi, new yeah. enjoyable characters.
1: No, you're right. And the key is characters, though. That's the key thing. Mind you, Luke, we still, we talked about this. Luke is not a very likable character, but he isn't. He really is just kind of whiny. But it's the lightsabers, and it's the colors, right? It's the green and the blue versus the red or the purple. Yeah. You know, like it's, I the, don't know. It's the
0: purple. Oh my god! I know Sam Jackson's character. His yeah. Like what's his name?
1: I never forget the purple lifesaver.
0: Oh, like the, his character. Yeah. Name? Oh boy, I don't know. You're catching me off guard. We're gonna have one. to
1: rewatch Star Wars. <laughs> I love catching sizzle off guard. It doesn't happen a lot, peeps.
0: So, do you have anything more to add? No. I think that's it. I think we're gonna call it a wrap on Sorry. the very first
1: first a- episode
0: <laughs> of trailer trashing. And we're probably going to see you again when the second trailer for Solo, A Star Wars Story comes out. See you then.
1: Bye, guys.